Hey guys, and welcome to the You Know The Drill podcast, the podcast hosted by me, Faris, and my mate Robbie, two third-year dental students producing content for all your dental needs. Whether you're a dental student or applicant, if you want to learn more about the reality of dentistry, this is the podcast for you. So, today we're doing a little introduction about who we are and uh, what we really want to achieve with this podcast, so I thought I would uh, start off. So, hi guys, my name is Faris, third-year dental student, currently studying in London, and wanted to really you know start this podcast to let you guys know a bit about dentistry because there's a lot of things that are kind of learned along the way and um, I think it's really really important to have a place where you can just have a little listen about different things in dentistry learn from a lot of the you know leaders in the field and just gain a bit of insight into this amazing amazing field so yeah so that's kind of you know me and uh, my ambitions for the podcast I'll hand it off to Robbie to see what his are Hey everyone, um, my name is Robbie. I'm also a third year dental student at King's um, and I'm very, very excited to be starting this podcast with you guys and just trying to to give you more uh, to give you more of an insight into the world of dentistry. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's it's interesting, like you know just off off the bat, it's just a really interesting field dentistry and I think myself and Robbie can say this, you only realize the breadth and depth of it once you get into dental school and you realize it's not just treating teeth. It's not just, you know, mm. running a practice, but there's so much detail and there's so many little intricacies that you need to master in order to be a good and successful dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I feel like it's really important for, you know, there to be content out there for you guys to listen to because as I said, it's quite hard to navigate sometimes and uh, you have to take the initiative to find things out. So hopefully this will be a good little central hub. Um, so in this episode, we want to give a little bit of an introduction about ourselves, a little bit about what we've been doing lately and, you know, how we really got into dental school and how we really decided to start this podcast. Yeah. And um, yeah, right. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll hand it off to Robbie to tell us, how was your dental journey, Robbie? How'd you get um, so my dental journey has been a bit of a roller coaster. I feel like mostly um, a lot of people's has been also a roller coaster. But mm-hmm. initially started off wanting to do medicine. Um, used to watch a lot of uh, medical shows. <laughs> um, always dreamed of working in A and E. You know, being mm-hmm. the, the the hero type of doctor. Um, and then I got to I got to sixth form. And I did work experience with a uh, a family friend who was a dentist. Um, and I really, really enjoyed my work experience there. Obviously, there were some aspects mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy. Um, I'm not going to lie and say I loved every minute of it. But I just really liked the things like the work-life balance, um, how you got to be creative um, whilst, yeah. you know, treating patients. You got to think outside of the box. You got to, you know... Um, do consultations as well as you know drilling and filling and taking x-rays so really really appealed to me and to explore to explore the field further i i went to do work experience in a max fax department in a hospital and max fax is really cool it's a dual speciality for those of you who are unaware um, which requires a medical and a dental degree and it was really there where I really, you know, started to be very, very interested in pursuing dentistry as a career. And it kind of confirmed my my um, decision. So after that, I, I did my application. 
I did my entry exams, um, personal statement and interviews and the universities I applied to were Kings, Cardiff, Bristol and Liverpool. Um, and I did want to go outside of London. Um, Cardiff, I believe, was my first option. Um, so yeah, I ended up getting interviews at every university except Liverpool. Um, and then after interview, I got rejections from every single university except King's. Oof. King's, King, yeah, it was, honestly. Um, and King's put me on their waiting list. Um, so they didn't even give me an mm. offer. So technically, it was like half a rejection. Anyways, um, two days before the deadline, um, which King said they would reply to me by, they sent me an email saying that space had opened up and they'd like to give me an offer. Nice. And the rest is history. Got my A-level results, got the grades, and here I am. Mad. Mad. Wow. Um, so that was my dental journey. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to hear about yours. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, funny thing is, we have a, quite a few similarities with regards to like our ambitions with dentistry. Oh, so, well. similar to Robbie, mm-hmm. I really wanted to do Max Wax when I applied for dent. Um, I also initially wanted to do medicine, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know I booed at the start, but legit, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do medicine. And then I think I went to like a King's Open day. Yeah. And um, it was there that I kind of realized that, that medicine is not for me because they they were talking about like junior doctors and like FY1, FY2 and how how demanding it mm. is and how draining it can be. Mm. On top of that, my parents both work in the NHS as doctors. So I kind of saw like their struggles as well and how difficult the NHS can be and like how much they complained about it. Yeah. So I think over time and with medical work experience, I kind of realized maybe this isn't the field for me. Something I could consider in the future, of course, if I did decide to do max max, but not something that I want to 100% commit to. So yeah, yeah. Um, just a bit funny how we had a bit, a bit of similarity there <laughs> with regards to our, to our ambitions. But um, with regards to my journey, so I decided I wanted to do dent when I was like end of mid or end of year 12. Uh, I got my work experience. So I did work experience in the UK at a dental practice near me. And I also did work experience in Poland, funnily wow. enough. Um, yeah, I did it with some like company, I don't know, like called Gap Medics or something like that. I went to Poland for a week, uh, shadowed a dentist in a practice. And I'll be honest with you guys, like when you don't know what's going on, it's a bit hard to be super duper interested. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I was in my work and was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. But I kind of visualized myself in the position of the dentist and like, as Robert said, that work-life balance and the whole field as a whole. And I thought, you know, this is somewhere that I want to be. This is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, which was quite a big decision to make at like, I don't know, 16, 17. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I was at with regards to my decision. And then the application, which everyone's interested about. So then my UCAT did decent in that. I think I scored like 688, 690. Um, I also got my predictions for, um, A levels and that was okay as well. So yeah, applied to Kings, Bristol. Oh, I forget now. Kings, Bristol. Sheffield and Queen Mary's, that's it. Queen's, okay. Queen, yeah, yeah, those four. Um, my number one choice by far was not Cardiff, like Robbie said. <laughs> my number one choice was KCL. Mm. Like I won million percent one Kings. Like it was kind of Kings was number one, Bristol was number two, but it was so far down at number two that it wasn't really an option. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, like I really wanted yeah. Kings, and to my to my shock, it was my first interview. So I had my Kings interview in December. I remember yeah. it. 
I went in. I remember it was one of the first ones I remember. I went in. I was like, oh, wow, this is this is really happening. I was, I was so nervous. Um, but yeah, it, it was actually good. I, I found my Kings in to be my easiest, my easiest one, actually, which is kind of funny. I have uh, to agree really, with really that, fun to be honest. Experience. Yeah, you think? Yeah. 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 I found Kings on really, really easy. Um, not, not like to say that it's not a challenging interview. It is, but just comparative to the other ones. Like it was the one that was the most, you know, interview-like, mm. quotation yeah. marks. Um, and yeah, and then I got my offer from them legit like a few days or a week later. So I was very lucky with that. And then my next interview was with Bristol. That was in January. I got an offer from them about a month later. And then my last interview was Queen Mary's, which was end of January. And I got um, my offer from them in, oh, when did I get, like probably like a month later or something. And I know you guys are thinking, what about Sheffield? So I did get a interview at Sheffield, but I decided not to go because I already had, I was lucky enough to have my offers before yeah. that point. So I just decided I just can't be asked to go really. Like, what's the point? I already had Bristol and King. So, but shout out to Sheffield, shout out to Sheffield. It's a great <laughs> uni. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, it wasn't really like in my top choices. Um, you pretty much had the and full yeah, and house. And the rest is history. You pretty much had the full house of uh, offers. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was quite lucky. I, I feel like with me, when it got to the interviews, I like interviews a lot. Yeah. Um, I know some people got like really nervous, but for me, it was the opposite. Like the actual application was the stressful part. Once I got those interviews, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a bit more relaxed now because I enjoy them. And, you know, I, I like to talk. I talk a lot. Robbie knows. Like, I like to talk a lot. So, um, 100%, guys. <laughs> I, found, I found it enjoyable. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's kind of my journey. And now I'm here with Robbie. And we're both third years, uh, getting through the years, barely. Um, <laughs> ever closer to, to being dentist, which is a bit crazy to me. Um, yeah. Because we literally only just saw our first patients, actually, like the other day, which is which is kind of funny. Like, we've been at dental school for three years, and we saw our first patients literally for me like yesterday, and Robbie like only yeah, a couple of days, two days ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, in regards to that experience, because I know a lot of you guys are probably thinking like, what's you know treating patients like? Mm. I'll tell you one thing: it's it's it's, it's great. It's amazing. I'm gonna be honest, like. I did not expect it to be as rewarding as it was, even though my, the treatment I did was so basic. Like I barely did anything. Um, patient literally just sat there. But just being able to talk to a patient and, you know, just seeing them say thank you and like just nodding their head when you're actually giving advice, etc., was such a nice thing. And it's something I can't wait to keep doing, you know, as time goes on and, and as I do more complicated procedures and treatments. And yeah, it, yeah, it was it was a fun experience. It was a fun experience. What about you, Robbie? How do you find it? Um, I'm gonna have to <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree with you. It was a really enjoyable experience, but yeah, um, and seeing you know satisfaction of um, you know you and your clinical partner and your patient when the yeah. appointment ends, it's it's really good. Um, I will not lie to you guys, though. I was very nervous. It is a nerve-wracking experience. Mm. Um, preparing beforehand, um, making sure you know you you read up um, on your patient, previous treatments, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, mm. and you know relating the medical history and taking all the dental relevance from that and how it impacts your treatment. It's it's very nerve-wracking, but I think once I got going, it was much. Um, it, it was a very enjoyable experience, and definitely yeah. one that I won't forget. Everyone says you don't forget your first patient. Um, I'm definitely not going to nope. forget mine, hundred percent. 
No way, man. Like, yeah, amazing experience. I'd say, <laughs> funnily enough, the most stressful thing wasn't the patient. It was using like software mm. or like le- like looking at clinical mm. notes and having to decipher things and work out, okay, well, they've got this. What do I need to worry about? Or um, this is the treatment that they had. Like, what do I need to consider, et cetera, et cetera. But, and, and I guess that made me realize how important like problem solving is and this whole idea of critical <laughs> thinking. I, I know a lot of you guys that are probably applying for dental school have heard critical thinking and you're like, what is that like? They keep talking about it. But it's basically this idea that you just have to evaluate a load of different things, um, take different factors into consideration before making a decision. Yeah. And that is literally the core of dentistry. That and communication, I'd say, are just super duper important because I, I keep saying this. There's no point being able to do the world's best composite filling if you're not able to speak to the patient and explain what you're doing. They're just not going to consent to the treatment. So what's the point of being good at something if you're not even going to be able to implement it? Um, In the first place, so yeah, yeah. That is, uh, yeah, exactly. Like that, that's, that's kind of how I feel about that. But yeah, as Robbie said, you never really forget your first patient. Amazing experience and can't wait for the next one, really. Yeah, I think it's going to be every week from now on, which is really, really cool. We were meant to start seeing patients a year ago, but obviously the COVID pandemic um, had other ideas. <sighs> For real, but it's man. good. We're catching up on yeah. lost time um, and it's it's exciting. But, but, but the good thing about the COVID pandemic is that, you know, we actually decided to do this podcast. And um, funnily enough, the whole reason why we started this was because uh, there's this thing at King's um, called like dental families. And what it means is like the older years, like they kind of, not shooter, but they like they take care of like some of the young years. So myself, Robbie, and one of our other friends at dental school, we had like a couple of dental kids. And one day we went out. Um, this was like this was pre lockdown, guys. Sorry, <laughs> but one day we went out to like some restaurant, and uh, we were just talking, whatever, whatever. And one of our dental kids was just literally like, "You know what, Robbie? I like your voice. You should do a podcast." And then me being me, I was like, "You know what, Robbie? Let's both do a podcast. <laughs> Let's get this done. Um, it'll be super duper fun." And um, I'm sure everyone would just love it. And, you know, I'm sure we could do some some great content. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how we started off this podcast and how, you know, co- I guess COVID was quite horrible, but at least it made us get the initiative and, you know, be a bit active and start this. And uh, we just can't wait to to get some guests on, like get some really, really prominent dentists, get some really interesting dental students, etc. And if you guys have any ideas for guests that you'd like to see, etc., let us know. You can message me on my Instagram, at Faris Dent. And uh, Robbie's Instagram will be up and running soon because he's so lazy. He can't be asked to start it. Um, <laughs> we'll get that soon as well. Yeah, um, actually, um, just to go back to that point about about the dental families in the COVID pandemic, like, first yeah. of all, for our dental kids, you know, very, very grateful to them for giving us the idea for this. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. They know who they are. Um, and also the COVID pandemic, you're actually right. You know, it did inspire, it did give us the time to kind of think about our ideas because we've been thinking about this for a mm. while and brainstorming some rough ideas. And I think also, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's when you started off your YouTube channel. So for those of you who don't know, Faris Dent on um, YouTube and Instagram, go check that out very very good content yes sir yes sir little plan um so obviously you know you're helping dental students with their applications giving interview and personal statement tips and i think um the covid pandemic really helped you with that um i also think that i probably wouldn't have started this podcast alone or anything like that if you hadn't kind of um pushed me or kind of like 
tried to explore the idea with me as well. I, and I think that confidence comes from you having set up your own social media platforms and having experience, um, you know, talking about dentistry mm -hmm. and like opening yourself up to helping others. So, yeah, just wanted to say that. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> Robbie, get, Robbie being all nice now, guys. But once once you find out more about him, you're gonna you're gonna flip. <laughs> no, no, thank you, man. But yeah, like I think it's important to to make content, especially for dentistry. I, I've always said this: like, if you go on YouTube and just type up like medicine interview tips or whatever, you'll find like a million different YouTubers. Like off the top of my head, you've got Karma Medic, you've mm. got Ali Abdal, you've got Elizabeth Phillips mm. now, who's like quite a big one. She's started off literally just under a year ago um and all these big big prominent medical youtubers and i was looking at dental ones i was like there's no one here like literally no one else um the only other people that i know that started like roughly same time as me were Raina, so at Raina on the cast yeah. shout out to her future podcast uh guest. can't wait for so that watch out for that yes and um i think someone else called Ariane darwish who is a student at dundee he also has his own channel there um, so yeah, they were, they were the two like ones that I saw start up in lockdown as well, but yeah, like we were literally the only people that were kind of making like consistent dental videos and like how to get in and just, you know, tips, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's very interesting to see how it's grown and hopefully to see like more people want to do dentistry. If you go on TikTok nowadays, literally all you see is like dental videos, like people cutting crowns, et cetera, mm. et cetera. So, you know, getting into the mainstream lads, we're getting into the mainstream. hundred percent. And honestly, um, I think filming videos is very, very fun because um, we filmed a video for your channel uh, about a week yeah. ago, and that was a re I found that like really enjoyable. Um, there was a couple of other um, of our colleagues or friends with us as well, and uh, we did like a little quiz. Um, so be sure to check that out on YouTube. But um, that was a really fun experience, and it really like it made dentistry fun. Um, and it gave it helps to give you guys an insight about how you know dentistry can be fun mm -hmm. um and how it can be made fun um it's not always just you know work and revision and you know no social life there is really you can have a work life yeah. balance if you spend your time wisely um have good time management and yeah yeah 100% and i feel like one thing i really want to stress to people is People have this can, you know, has been conditioned to understand, oh, if you do a dental degree, you're not going to have any free time. Mm. And it is like that cannot be further from the truth. But I will asterisk that I'll preface it by saying you do have plenty of time to do other things only if you have good time management skills. Yeah, that's one thing I'll say. Like you can have a good life and you can have so much fun and have really, really good work life balance. Um, but you need to first get your organization in order so like one tip i'd probably just give just to drop it in here some golden tips <laughs> when you start dental school like find out how things are run so at your uni find out okay the lectures are like this the tutorials are once every month or oh, blah, yeah. blah 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 like find out the structure so you can work things yeah. out and my next big big tip talk to some old years please 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 talk to some old years like they've done it all before so they know what to do they know what's going on they're going to give you the best advice that's that's probably the best thing I say, and that's why I really like the dental families thing uh, at Kings that we do. Like we get to talk to you know some of the younger students that are all completely lost, all stressed <laughs> out of their mind, and you kind of tell them, "Don't worry, guys. Like this is everyone's like this. Everyone's stressed. Everyone pretends it's okay when they're actually struggling and they need a lot of help." Um, but yeah, so don't worry, guys. 
yeah, we're all in this together. And if you do want to do dentistry, don't be put off by this idea that, oh, wait a minute, you know, I'm not going to have a life if I pick dentistry because that is 100% not true. Like, take me as a testament. Like, myself and Robbie, we're starting this podcast. I'm doing my YouTube. Like, we've got other things going on in our life and we're still doing dentistry, you know. Touch wood. <laughs> we're still in. We haven't, we haven't dropped out yet. <laughs> Touch wood. Um, so, <laughs> you know, take, take that as testament, really. Yeah, no, 100%. And um, I think as well... Um, alongside time management one you know kind of skill or or trait that you should aim to have is to just be as proactive as possible try and get into that habit yes of um you know at uni you have to do things like check your emails every day you, you need to oh my god because you do get a lot of correspondence um me and faris would know and then uh. <laughs> you need to you need to um you need to start doing stuff before you get like told to do it you know you need to make sure mm. that you have all of like everything sorted out that you need for like a, a clinical session you've booked the patient in for example so you don't just arrive yep. there on the day and you know you don't have any patients to treat for example and it's the same with applying to uni you know the deadline is early application so start in the summer get it out the way before your mocks start creeping in at you at um, sixth form or college um, yes make sure you go to your open days for universities like um faris mentioned he went to open days at king's for uh, medicine for example mm -hmm. to just to see what it's all about and he didn't end up liking it so do that and also look at your course structure like faris said um, that's very very important just stuff like that be, be very proactive know everything you can before you need to know it have everything done and out of the way uk cat as well or UCAT, i believe it's time now have that done as well um revise for that yeah. during the summer honestly like being mm -hmm. proactive will help you so much and so will having good time management skills so yeah um being proactive isn't just a thing for dentistry it's just a thing for life mm -hmm. in general like take any opportunity that's thrown at you and Obviously, this doesn't mean that, okay, if you see something, you have to do it. It's just more of a fact that, okay, well, I see this opportunity. Instead of me saying, oh, I'll just do it next time, or oh, I can't be bothered, take a chance. If you think it's something you'll enjoy, try it. Because at the end of the day, if you don't do it, you're not going to know if it's good yeah. or bad. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no point kind of sitting on your laurels and not doing anything. So be a bit proactive. Find out what things you like, especially in dental school. Being proactive doesn't just mean, you know, studying super duper hard and planning ahead. Being proactive also means, okay, finding the things that you enjoy, finding things to do outside of dentistry so that you can get your mind off things, have that, you know, everyone loves to say that work-life balance, as we mm. said earlier. Um, and just getting yourself into a state of mind where, you know, you feel confident to be a good dental student, basically. I feel like this, this podcast kind of turned into us preaching some <laughs> of the things that we learned along the way, kind of, because um, a lot of the time... With, with university, it's not necessarily the, the content that's super duper hard. It's more the fact that your hand isn't being held anymore. A lot of it is just up to you. You have to be independent. You have to work things out. As Robbie said, you have to check your emails, you know, which sounds easy, but trust me, it's tedious. Yes. <laughs> You'll get a random email sometimes like, oh, wait, I have a session tomorrow. I should have known about. <laughs> um, or maybe that's just me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just, just understand that being proactive is a really, really important thing. And it will just help you be really successful in dental school, in my opinion. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, and so just moving on from that, so you touched on this a bit earlier, Faris, but I feel like we really need to make this clear for our listeners. 
Um, so in terms of the aims for this podcast, um, so just mm. to go into a bit more depth, um, what we really want is to give you guys a chance to find out more about the dental field. And it's not just going to be from me and Ferris talking to each other. We really want to get some specialists on here in different branches of dentistry. We want to get, um, you know, successful dentists on uh, different dental students from different um, dental schools within the UK, um, just to give you guys a flavor for dentistry. Maybe that will be able to help you uh, decide whether dentistry is a career that you want to pursue, or maybe it's just a, an interest or passion of yours and you just want to hear about um, different updates within the dental um, field and hear different stories of success, um, depending on how you measure success. But yeah, that's yeah. Um, that's really our aims. And just to have fun, to be honest. Um, yeah, exactly. And we want to, yeah, I'll just go wrong. <laughs> we want to just like um, build this podcast, as Robbie said, to bring a load of specialists in, to get a load of students in and to cater to your needs. Like we want this to be for any prospective dental students or current dental students that just want to find out a bit more about dentistry, how to network, et cetera, et cetera. We want to be there to provide you guys with insight into that because as we said, it can be quite a hard thing to navigate through the world of dentistry. Yeah. Uh, you think, you know, it's one route, but there's actually one million different things that you can do in dentistry. Like the list is endless and to navigate all of that is quite difficult. So hopefully this will be a nice little central hub, a nice little area for you guys to, to learn things and, and grow as a, uh, you know, potential dental students or current dental students, or, you know, if, if a dentist wants to have a little lesson as well, <laughs> be our guest. Yeah. Um, Honestly, we want to try and like appeal to as many of you guys as possible. We're going to be open to taking suggestions about what you guys want to hear or, or listen to in our yeah. podcast as well. So it's going to be a really enjoyable journey and just can't wait to get properly started and have our first guests and whatnot. Yes, agreed. Can't wait for that. So, Robbie, I think that's us done. I think that was a good first episode. Yeah, definitely. It felt weird, but you know, I'm sure it will. <laughs> it will. It will be second nature soon. Yes, sir. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed our first episode of the podcast of the You Know the Drill podcast. I need to start remembering <laughs> that. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for any future guests, please do message me on Instagram at Faris Dent. And uh, if you have any ideas, etc., or, you know, j just anything you want us to cover in general, uh, we will hopefully be releasing this episode soon. Actually, wait, no, at this point it will be released, won't it? I'm keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, the episode's out and we'll have the next guest coming up soon. Our plan is to get as many guests as possible, really. Um, and hopefully... You guys enjoy all our episodes. Yeah. And just as a side note, um, I may not be present for uh, the next couple of episodes or so. Um, exams are coming up and I've got some other commitments. Um, I know yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, me yeah, sound, yeah, yeah it makes me sound <laughs> like, a, like a geek or a nerd. But uh, I will be back very soon. I do apologize for you guys having to put up with hearing Faris um, only. I think it's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. Perfect. Okay. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you enjoyed the You Know the Drill podcast. Perfect. Peace out. Perfect. Peace.